Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes! Brand new Bangin' I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear on today's brand new Bangin' I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. They're doing it again. This Roe vs. Wade. Abortion rights, women's rights... I can't believe it's happening, but they're taking more swings. I break that down. Plus, I break down what kind of a shitbag Clarence Thomas must be. Plus, a sick fuck tries to run on stage and Ray Lewis, Dave Chappelle, and why Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks will never win anything until they make some important changes. All that morning, brand new banging I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers. A.K. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy up with something real nice, yes. Start this puppy up with something real proper, okay. But most importantly, start this puppy up with something real loud and real funky. It's I Am Rapport Stereo Pockets. Uh, Liggity, let's fucking go. Boom. Uh, Yiggity, yes, boom. Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. 
The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. <laughs> and you're now rocking with the very best, the world's most disruptive podcast. Name is Michael Rappaport. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. Hope everybody is having a great week. Hope everybody's healthy, mentally and physically, okay? Um, anyway, you know what it is. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption, the ziggity, the ziggity, what? The ziggity zone of disruption. Uh, I am here in New York City, back, boom, back in the New York groove. The weather still hasn't consistently turned into spring yet, which is frustrating. Woke up the other day uh, with... More rain. I'm looking forward to just, you know, a week of just nice weather. We could just get a week where you could wake up and go to the park. I need those walks in the park. Ankles feeling better. I'm feeling good. Had a great week at the Wendy Williams show. Um, and it's just been a crazy week. It's always crazy. The fact that we're smack dab almost in the middle of May, is crazy into itself. Um, but I hope everybody's feeling good. Got to jump right into a few things that are going on. Obviously, everybody saw that Dave Chappelle was performing at the Hollywood Bowl. You heard on the last I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast that the young shooter, Dean Collins, was at the first night. I think it was either four nights or five nights at the Hollywood Bowl. And the young shooter was there, and he he broke down on the last episode. What he saw every single night was different. You know, they had this musical guest, and the Roots are performing one night, and D'Angelo, and Busta Rhymes, and the other night, Dave Chappelle was up there, and Jamie Foxx was up there, and I think Busta Rhymes went up again, and Chris Rock performed, and... It seems like, I'm not sure, but it seems like towards the end of the show, Dave Chappelle's up there doing his thing, talking shit. I think he was actually introducing the DJ of the night, who was Mad Lib, who I love Mad Lib, great producer, uh, made so much great music. I mean, an abundance, and that's not a word I use often, an abundance of soul, hip-hop. I mean, he does everything. Jazz. If you ever heard his Yesterday's New Quintet album, you should check that out. Yesterday's New Quintet, Mad Lib. He's did reggae shit. I mean, he's done so much different stuff. He actually was the music supervisor. He did a lot of the original music on the Tribe Called Quest documentary, Beat Rhymes in Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest. And I've always been a fan of his since the Quasimodo albums. Those Quasimodo albums, some of my favorite. That first Quasimodo album, Unseen, that shit is dope. Miles Jordan, play a little uh, Quasimodo. I fuck with Lord Quaz. Quasimodo's dope. Yeah, check it out, check it out. Public enemy number one, Lord Quasimodo on the set. World back. Back character you see up on the screen. Unjust, sinful. Guess who's a new back character in town? Causing mischief in your city? 
spinning shit around. I smack a nigga with a brick, talking out of place, like I was sniffing paint, lace, flying up out of space. Or quads, I put your best to a metamorphosis. I be slaving in my dungeon while I'm eating sawfish. So bitch, wait. I'm watching pornos with roams. We analyze for the asshole black shit. Madly got the grass to hit so we get lit. We commence the astral traveling, grabbing up skin so we can play a game of javelin. You should definitely download the Quasimodo album. It's his alias. Just so, the samples on that record alone are just so sick. Anyway, so while Dave Chappelle was up there talking about Mad Lib at some point in the show, some motherfucking dude runs up on the stage and tries to one-arm tackle Dave Chappelle. Now, first of all, Duke, if you had any proper training in football, you know that you don't ever try to make a one-arm tackle. You know what happens when you try to one-arm tackle a guy like Derrick Henry, one-arm tackle a guy like Earl Campbell, one-arm tackle a guy like Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith. They're going to either run over you or skate by you. But this guy tried to one-arm tackle Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle obviously was shocked, probably scared shit. Security runs on the stage, and this is a big stage. This ain't no comedy club stage. It's a big-ass stage. Um, and, you know, there's just a quick video that I'm sure everybody's seen, and the guy, like, runs backstage, and obviously they caught him, and then they beat his ass, and there's video of the dude as he's being put into an ambulance, and they chicken-winged him real nice and real proper. Oh, yeah, they chicken-winged him real nice and real proper. His right arm was, like, backwards. His shit is broken. Like, he's never wiping his ass with his right hand again, ever. Like, you don't think about the amount of things you do with your hands until one of them is hurt. But, like, you know, pick your nose, eat your food, sign your name, uh, choke your chicken, wipe your ass. I mean, it's just an endless amount of things you do. And if you've ever had a broken hand, broken finger, a busted elbow, it really fucks up your flow of things you do with your hands. Like, right now, I still have my mending busted pinky. And uh, fortunately, it's the pinky on my right hand. And it, it doesn't really screw anything up. It bothers me the most when I'm uh, holding my iPhone, which obviously... Huh, I hold it a lot. And I am ambidextrous because, uh, like, sports-wise, strength-wise, uh, when I'm shooting a basketball, hitting a baseball, uh, I'm a left-handed uh, person, but I write with my right hand. I play ping-pong with my right hand. I play tennis with my left hand. I kick with my left foot. I'm all fucked up. My brother's the complete opposite. He throws with his right hand and writes with his left hand and so forth and so on. Full transparency, I choke my chicken. I prefer with my right hand. Now, that might be too much information, but I also eat with my right hand. I should probably maybe eat with my left hand because if you've ever had the honor, privilege of sitting down and breaking bread with me, you, you would know that at 52, and I'm not playing, watching me eat is like caveman shit. I bib up, and then I just start stabbing and going after the food. Nonetheless, they chicken-winged homeboy real nice, real proper, busted his head. Money had the fat lip. He's going to be real. So who knows? Probably broke his fucking feet. Who knows? Kicked him in the dick. Everything. 
because people are scared. And you're trying to run on stage. Apparently, the dude had a knife. You're running on stage to do God knows what to Dave Chappelle. And who else? You never know what you never know what a person is doing. You remember the famous incident with the tennis player, the great Monica Sellis? She's at a tennis match. And a guy comes while she's at a resting point, changing um, you know, different sides in that and stabbed her in the back. I mean, that was a terrible situation. Could have killed her. You know, you don't know what people's are trying to do. You don't know what people and uh, what their intention is. So, yeah, you're going to get yourself chicken winged. You're going to get fucked up, smacked around, kicked, get your ass beat real nice and really, really proper. And Homeboy did. And the irony of it is, is that Chris Rock performed at the Hollywood Bowl earlier in that evening. And then after they chicken winged Homeboy and beat his ass, Chris Rock came on stage and he had the First dibs at the joke, he was like, oh shit, was that Will Smith? But um bum And obviously all roads lead to Will Smith. Every single road leads to Will Smith because obviously with Will Smith running up on stage at the Oscars to smack the aforementioned Chris Rock, the first thing everyone thinks about references is Will Smith at the Dave Chappelle concert when somebody runs up on stage and tries to one-arm tackle a Ray Lewis, Jack Lambert, Dave Chappelle. And this is the ramifications of what Will Smith has done to himself. He has put a stigma on himself. He, like I said, ruined his career. Not to say that he won't do more work, but, you know, it's going to be a long time before people think of anything else when they think of and discuss Will Smith. At the top of the list, it's no longer The Fresh Prince. It's no longer Ali. It's no longer this movie or that movie or Bad Boys or any of those great movies, huge Born on the Fourth of July or whatever, the, whatever that fucking movie did. None of those things are at the top of the list. At the top of the list now is you going on stage and smacking Chris Rock. So... When anybody does that, especially the irony of it being Dave Chappelle and the irony that Chris Rock is there, of course, Will Smith will be back in the discussion. If a fan runs on a court and tries to do something to a player, if a lunatic tries to run on stage during a political event, however it goes down, Will Smith will be mentioned till the end of time. And that's the ramifications of it. Fortunately... You know, Dave Chappelle was okay. He made jokes about it. Obviously, you know, funny. Um, he spoke on it. Jamie Foxx did something real quick. And just the, the crazy thing about this is my wife, she gets nervous. She's like, oh, fuck. You know, you need to get a security guard. You need to get a this. You know, um, and it, it just makes every other person who performs on a stage think twice. The other day I was performing in D.C., the uh, waiter, the server came on stage and brought me a water and I didn't see him. He just was on stage and I was like, yo, you know, um, you have that in the back of your head. I said, yo, I thought you were trying to Will Smith me, Duke. Obviously he wasn't, he was just giving me my water. But you know, you just, like, is this what's going on now? Is this become a trend? Because the other trend should be you get your fucking, your arm broken. You get your teeth busted, you get your ass kicked, 
if you're doing all that. If motherfuckers want to run on stage, the other part of the video should be homeboy being wheeled out, chicken winged real nice and real proper because they, they fucked him up real. He's like, he ain't dead. You know, them dudes could kill you. Security dudes and people's friends and they get hyped up. People, you know, they want to impress Dave Chappelle. They're scared. They see he has a knife. You know, it only takes one blow. You can wind up fucking, you know, getting kicked in the head. You can wind up being dead trying to do some dumb shit. And of course, uh, you know, this guy's mentally ill. Not that it's an excuse. I don't give a fuck. Uh, me personally, I don't care. I just saw this thing in New York. They were saying, you know, with these attacks, these racial attacks, particularly in New York, there's been a um, an uptick of racial attacks. You know, random people hitting Asian people, random people attacking Jewish people, random people attacking gay people. The guy just shot up a train a couple of weeks ago. That's just swept under the rug. Because if that had been a white guy, that wouldn't have been swept under the rug. If the guy who was on the train was like, I want to kill all the blacks, kill all the Puerto Ricans, kill all the Jews, kill all the gays, we'd still be talking about it. But as far as these random attacks on the street that they're saying are racially motivated, they go, oh, there's been a, a study and it all comes back to mental illness. And I go, no shit. That doesn't make it any more okay. It doesn't make it any, there's no excuse for it. I don't give a fuck what your problem is. You know, the guy who killed George Floyd, Derek Chauvin, that's, that guy's mentally ill. Right? He's a functioning, working guy. He's got a family. He's a police officer. That's a mentally ill person. There's levels to this shit. But I, I honestly don't care. I really don't care about your mental illness and all that. You're like, oh, mental illness, mental, whatever. You're hurting people? Bye. Sorry. As far as I'm concerned, you're asterisk. We, we put you on that, that Barry Bonds category. You're asterisk. You ain't getting in the Hall of Fame. You running up on stage? Of course he's mentally, you know, insane you have to be. You're running on a basketball court. You stab Monica Seles. These are sickos. You're punching Chinese women in Queens out of nowhere. Sickos. Sick fucks. True blue sick fucks. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of sick fucks, this abortion, Roe versus Wade, it's coming back again. I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand how this is a discussion. I don't understand how this is even, even a fear. This is even ha- something that anyone has to worry about is whether or not you can get an abortion in a safe, legal manner. I've talked about this on the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. I've gotten a couple girls pregnant that have had to have abortions that we agreed that we wanted to have an abortion. She had to have the abortion. But that we were in support that we were not fit We were not interested in having a baby. And that's my right. And thank God. Thank fucking God. This Roe vs. Wade thing has been going on since 1973. And you got these fake God-fearing, fake right-wing, fake do-gooders trying to start it again to trying to pull the plug on abortion again in 2022. I mean, it's so insane. It's so pathetic that these people think that they have a right to discuss in 2022. You know, this whole thing started 
with integration into schools. I, I read a really good article about this. It, it wasn't long. It wasn't confusing. You know, all this started with these Christians, radical Christians, right wing. They didn't want integration in schools in the 50s, in the 60s. And then that happened. And then they went after the vaginas. The 50s, the public schools were desegregated. The white evangelicals. I don't even know what that means. They didn't like it. So they were protesting. They were pushing. They were fighting. Because they didn't want their kids to go to school with black kids. This is sick. This is old time sick fuck shit. So what do they do? They wanted to go after abortion. And it all started with Ronnie Reagan when they started trying to flip this Roe versus Wade. Listen, listen, read up on it. I'm just going to say this. That fuck Clarence Thomas, he's a justice, justice Clarence Thomas. Fuck him. That grimy shitbag Clarence Thomas who was sexually harassing Anita Hill. He got his fat, dumpy, fat, sloppy, right-wing wife, Ginny. This fat bag of milk he's married to. When Clarence Thomas was sexually harassing relentlessly Anita Hill. And if Anita Hill had said, yeah, you know what, Clarence, I'm down. I'm going to come to the telly tonight. Let's freak off. And he was like, oh, bet. And uh, she came up to the telly and they were drinking a little wine and smoking a little this. And they started freaking off. And, uh, uh, you know, she was like, I had fun. And he was like, yeah, bet I had fun. Come back. And then she came back another time and another. And then after three or four times, uh, one time he skeets. And then a couple of weeks later, Anita Hill's like, yo, yo, Clarence, yo, uh, you skeeted. Yo, I'm pregnant. What do you think the first thing Clarence Thomas would have said to Anita Hill? Bitch, we're going to get an abortion. Bitch, we are going to get an abortion, and we ain't going to Planned Parenthood. Yo, I'm going to send a car. Nobody's going to know. This is the best of the best in D.C. They're going to take care of you. I'm going to give you some hush money. We are going to get you an abortion, get you healed up real nice, real quick. And nobody's going to speak on this ever again. Clarence Thomas is a piece of shit. If he had gotten Anita Hill or any of these other women that he probably was fornicating with, pregnant, he might have already gotten abortions. He might have already gotten abortions. But I tell you one thing, if Anita Hill had given him some ass and he got her pregnant, rest assured, it would have been no problem about God this and Christian that and the Bible this and the Bible that. None of it. None of it would have even been brought up. He'd be like, we going tomorrow. I got you. And all these people, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, that Comey Barrett, they lied. They said that they weren't going to touch this. And now they're trying to touch it now. But if you need an abortion, rest assured you're going to get an abortion. And you want to make abortion illegal if there's a rape? You want to be uh, make abortion illegal if there's incest? If there's a crime? You want to make teenagers who, yes, yeah, they shouldn't be Freaking off a raw dog, barebacking. They should be using baggies, but we all know we don't. I got a vasectomy. Okay, I got a vasectomy. So when I was single, before I got the vasectomy, I could go bareback. 
I don't have to worry about skeeting. Skeet, 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 skeet. Because I wasn't trying to Sean Kemp out here in these streets. I wasn't trying to Dwight Howard out here in these streets. I was trying to skeet, 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 skeet out here. Oh, yeah, in these streets. I don't understand how in 2022 that this would even be something anyone would care about. Motherfuckers need to get abortions. Motherfuckers have the right to get abortions. Motherfuckers shouldn't have to go into back alleys getting bleach douches and all sorts of horrible ways to get abortions like they were doing before it became legalized. You get raped, you can't get an abortion. Your cousin, your father has sex with you, you can't get an abortion. You fuck up and get your 15-year-old girlfriend pregnant or your 25-year-old girlfriend or your 30. It don't matter. It's, it's nobody's business. It's no questions asked. It's nobody's business. And then what are they going to do next? They want to take away the gay marriage? Listen, then they want to take away the interracial marriage? You want to take my... F- Listen. This is what's happening. We just came out of a pandemic. Don't you fucking people have anything better to do than this goofy shit, fake Christians? You're not going to... Yo, Clarence Thomas, you are not going to heaven. I know, I know people. You're not going... These Christian fake... No disrespect to the good, you know, normal Christian, but this radical evangelist. These guys trying to put these laws in there. There's nothing Christian about that. My body, my choice, you fuck you. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I, and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What else is going on? NBA playoffs are great. NBA playoffs are... They've, they've lived up to all the hype. The only series that wasn't competitive at all was who? No sweep till... Bum, 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 bum. No sweep till Brooklyn. Bum, bum. Obviously, things are going to get a little bit trickier now. Miami versus uh, Philly. If Joel Embiid doesn't come back. Boston versus uh, the Bucks is going to be a nice, nice series. The one series, I honestly, I can't remember what I said on the podcast the other day, but Dallas versus Phoenix, I think Dallas is going to lose in five games, maybe six games. And I got to say, as much as I love Luka Doncic, and I love that he's this big, slow, white dude who, you know, moves at a pace that I can understand. And, you know, he has so much fun playing the game and he busts people's ass and he's tough and he doesn't engage in all the NBA shenanigans and he's sort of an outsider. I said this before and I'm going to say this again. The Dallas Mavericks, I don't care who they have. I don't care who they bring in. They're never going to win anything. Luka Doncic will never win a championship until he starts sharing the ball and moving the ball more. I've never seen any player, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. The only other player who did it occasionally on games and he didn't dribble as much is Kobe Bryant. But that was just when he went into his full nut mode and he was taking like 30 shots. But he didn't dribble as much as Luka. Luka just pounds a rock, pounds a rock. The players stand around. His whole agenda is to find a shot. Option two is to try to find another shot. Option three is to try to possibly find an even crazier possible shot. And if all things fail, he'll pass the ball. They're not winning anything. I don't care if they get themselves another all-star. I don't care what coach is doing it. But Jason Kidd is got to be frustrated. Like, yo, this guy's dope, but we're not going to win anything. He just... Dribble, 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 dribble. And when he's cooking great, he scores 45 points. But even if he scores 60 points, they're not going to win like that. The players are literally standing around 
Michael Jordan didn't start winning until he moved the ball. And even when Michael Jordan wasn't moving the ball, he didn't dribble, 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 dribble. It's not fun to watch. You know, it's fun to watch when he's hot and he's making the shots. But in general, it's just, they're not going to go anywhere with that. They're never going to go anywhere with that. Shout out to all the uh, Dallas and the Texas Rapper Pack. And I know you're probably like, what the fuck are you saying? You don't fuck with Luca? I fuck with Luca. But it's not winning basketball. They're not going to win this series. They are not going to win shit until he starts moving the ball more. No, this is popping. Got people all upset. I was on the Wendy Williams show the other day talking about rappers and, you know, do the obligatory top five list. And then I started referencing a GQ magazine article that said that Future, who I didn't even know was a rapper, uh, straight up. But they said that dude, Future, is the greatest rapper alive. And you know when you say that, you're just doing that for clicks. You're just doing that to sort of start a conversation, to get people, you know, upset and, you know, make people argue and debate. But I was like, number one, I didn't know that Duke was a rapper. I know that he has good songs, no, let me say that again. I know that he has big songs. I couldn't tell you one of them. I literally couldn't tell you one Future song. And I know the majority of you like, yo, you're bugging. Future's dope. He's got so many hits. I don't fuck with it. And since I made that comment, I was like, let me listen to some Future. I listened to it. Listen, this guy is wildly successful. You don't need me, the gringo man dingo. You don't need me, the raging bullshitter, to be a fan of yours. The guy must be super duper rich. He's got huge, huge popular songs. For me personally, there's not one of them that I listen to. And I, I listened to about five or six of them that I would ever even listen to again that made any impact on me. They're totally synth produced. They're, you know, um, you know, electric-y sort of sounding. And I, I truly didn't know that Future was a rapper. I thought he was like an R&B dude. And people were like, you fucking asshole. Keep Future's name out your mouth. You didn't know he's a rapper because you don't know about hip-hop. You didn't know he's a rapper because you're a culture vulture. You old white piece of shit. You old this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yo, pardon me, Duke. I'll inform myself. And then I went to go inform myself, and I'm listening to his music. I'm like, yo, this shit is not dope. For me... But I'm just one guy. I'm the, I'm the raging bullshitter. My opinion don't matter, right? If my opinion don't matter, why you get so mad when I said his music ain't dope? If I'm a nobody, why you get so mad when I tell you that the shit ain't smacking? If I'm a nobody and my opinion don't matter, obviously my opinion matters because you're, you're ready to fight over a guy that you don't even know. I'm talking to people on social media. You're ready to fight. You're ready to Will Smith me about a guy who wouldn't take a shit on you. And like I said, I did the research, I did the knowledge, I went back and listened to some of his shit. Miles Jordan, I know Miles, Miles knows about all kind of music. Play a future song. Hold out a scheme and turn off the demons. We make it run at the office. My first Bentley cool, I adapted. A lot of commas and drummers on marriage. 40 pointers on me like a bad bitch. Did my numbers, my coupe is a gadget. Who? 
for the ripping that bird like a maniac. Young nigga asking for Zanny at slide, put him up hell on that. I'm in the strap with a Grammy at. See, a lot of people like this. I don't fuck with it. Just like, you know, again, I don't fuck with the baby, little baby, the, the baby baby, the baby baby, baby, little baby. I don't fuck with none of that shit. I listen to, I'm like, yo, this shit is not popping. Meek Mill, none of this shit is popping. It's not smacking. And if my opinion don't matter and I'm this, that, and the third, why are you ready to Will Smith me? Why are you so aggro with the disruptive warrior? Anyway, like I told you guys on the last Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, my shows in Pleasanton, California are being rescheduled. Uh, my next weekend of shows is in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, the 20th and the 21st. The 20th and the 21st. Tickets are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. And then in June, I'm in Virginia Beach. And I'm in Milwaukee in July, ba 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 ba. But I'll come see you. I never have I been to Columbus, Ohio. I feel like I have been to Columbus, Ohio, but it's always brief. But I'll be in Columbus, Ohio, May 20th, May 21st. Anyway, I'm out. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. Came, saw, disrupted. Came, saw, and disrupted. Miles Jordan, aka the Bleach Brothers, aka the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper. And make sure you take me out of here with something real loud and real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm done. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. 
our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.